Welcome to Being On Stage, the only podcast that gives you motivation, inspiration, and confidence to be better on stage. No matter how you entertain, sing, dance, band, comedian, public speaking, MC, drag, burlesque, performance art, or street performer, this is the show for you. Hey rock stars, Reggie Dawson here, your host of the show. Welcome back to the Being On Stage podcast. Happy birthday to me. So listen, I'm actually uh, celebrating my 33rd birthday, and it feels really good to be 33 and you know on my path to doing what I love. Uh, that is uh, coaching performers, helping you turn your talent into a performance, turn your performance into an experience for your audience, and just explode into the performer that you're supposed to be. Let's crush those barriers, everybody. So... I'm going to keep it a little short. I know, I know, he says that every time. Uh, If you're just tuning in, I try to keep it between 10 and 15 minutes every day. Uh, That's right, every single day I hit you with a new podcast. No, you don't have to listen to them all. I appreciate it if you do, but you don't have to listen to them all. All you got to do is just jump in anywhere. Uh, This is fine, by the way, Um, but I am going to keep it a little short in uh, celebration of my birthday. I'm spending some time with the family today. I was talking with my neighbor last night about their gig, and my neighbor, uh, I've mentioned it before, it's been a while, but my uh, my upstairs neighbor in the apartment building we live in uh, on the beach, no, I'm not bragging, not bragging, we do live on a small apartment on the beach, but it is small, uh, but we love our tropical climate here in Florida, but anyways, my upstairs neighbor is in a band, a uh, kind of like an 80s, early 90s rock cover band. Like she does like ACDC, stuff like that. Yeah, she. And that's what makes their band unique is they have a female sing- singing typical male hard rock songs. And uh, she was telling me about a gig they had up the road a few a few nights ago. And I guess one of the, one of the band members um, – and I'm not going to tell her whole story here because, you know, I'm not that guy. But long story short, there is an incident involving like a – a significant other of one of the members of the group and I wanted to I wanted to kind of bring that out on the podcast a little bit and that is the the importance of respect uh, when you're at a venue when you're performing um, basically what happened is is the significant other of one of the band members uh, got into it with the manager a little bit and over something that really should have never happened. And I'm, again, I'm not going to give you all the details of the story, but I can give you more examples of this happening in my past. Uh, <laughs> sharing other people's and my own story. But when you when you go someplace to perform, uh, whether you're paid or not paid, there there's certain behaviors that's kind of expected of you. Um, and I know sometimes if you're if you're at an open mic night or you know you're just performing for for tips you know some some artists are allowed to put out a tip jar or something like that. Uh, I know it can seem difficult to to uphold some of these, but you owe this establishment certain respects. They don't owe you really much. Uh, unless you're like a house name and you bring them people, you know, audience members on a new basis like clients and you know people that are going to spend money. But um they they don't they don't owe you much but they give you a place where you can express yourself and where you can give the audience that experience that that you're known for hopefully you're known for giving your audience some sort of experience uh and the behavior that you exhibit while you're there and the things that you do are 
really important when you're looking to build this as a long-term career. So I'm just going to kind of run down a couple of things and then uh, hop off here and, and enjoy my birthday. Listen, if there if there's something specific that you need to you need help on, or maybe you're working through something with your performance career, I'm available. You can hop on my calendar, Reggie at being or I'm sorry, <laughs> beingonstage.com/slash/calendar is the website. Reggie at beingonstage.com is the email. But so the couple of things, and I know I'm just gonna throw that in there because I'm gonna keep this kind of quick. <laughs> I keep saying that, trying to remind myself, not you. Uh, a couple of things to just keep in mind is one, you gotta you gotta patronize the establishment. I've seen performers bring in their own drinks. Um, I've seen performers just not spend money at all. I've seen performers come out way way early so they could avoid paying a cover charge. Where I'm from, when you perform in like the clubs and the places that would normally charge you, if you were there before a certain time, you you weren't charged. Uh, so they would come and they would sit around on the you know in the tables and everything, not drink anything but maybe one soda, uh, if they could scrounge up a dollar fifty or whatever, and stay all night long until two a.m. and avoid a cover, and you know not when they're performing but on off nights and everything. So one you, you gotta patronize the establishment if you can on your off nights. Try to head up there once a month or you know one other time when you're not performing just to show your support, and then when you are there. Um, even if you don't drink, you know, when you are there to perform, even whether they're paying you or not, patronize, make a purchase. Even if it's a soda, even, you know, a drink, a beer, uh, French fries, something, whether you eat it or not, you, you got to show them that you're gracious one and that you're a give and take sort of person. Because if all you do is show up and you just take their money, uh, every time you perform they're they're going to kind of get... Like, that's not cool. So patronize the establishment when you're there. Spend some money. And the same goes for the people that come with you. And I think that's that's something that we try to avoid. A lot of times it's our significant others or significant others of people in our group. Uh, sometimes it's our friends. Sometimes it's our family. But the, the people that come with you don't think the establishment doesn't know that they're with you. Okay? So you have to kind of – you're responsible for their behavior. You know, for lack of a better phrase, the the people that you come out that come out with you and that you spend your time with when you're there and and kind of your posse, whatever your click when you're when you're performing, um, their behavior reflects on you, and that can be a really difficult conversation to have if you have someone behaving poorly, or if you have someone breaking rules or laws or getting in fights, that all reflects on you as a performer. So. One, if if something does look to be going down, like something's going about to pop off, if you will, squash it as fast as you can. Get involved. Step up to the plate. It is your responsibility as the performer. Now, if it's someone you don't know, someone across the bar, not your problem. Stay out of it. Turn the other way. Let the bar staff handle it. That's the most respectful thing you can do. But if it's someone involved in your group, not not necessarily someone that you know, Someone that came with you and that is close to you and that is with, you know, that would be viewed as with you. Basically, if they rode in the same car as you, those people, they they reflect on you. And they need to understand that as well. And sometimes that conversation does need to be had. And yes, it can be difficult. I would not recommend doing it in the moment. I would recommend doing it after the fact. Maybe a couple of days later, sober, both of you, completely. 
and, and just say, listen, you know, I, I really need to talk to you about what happened the other night. I know you were just having a good time and, and you know, everything is fun, but you know, I, I would really, really appreciate it if, you know, you would tone it down when you're out with me, when I'm performing. Um, I love you. Like tell them, express to them that you love them, that you, that you support them and that you're there for them. But they, they need to respect the fact that when you're performing and they're with you, you, you know, you need to, there needs to be respect in the establishment on all fronts. Um, and that's, that's that. And if they don't respect that, and if, if they flip out at you, don't bring them with you. I don't care who they are. Don't bring them with you. If they can't respect you enough to behave or to at least agree to work at it, don't bring them. And I know that sounds harsh, especially if it's your wife or something like that. I had to do it to my wife for a little bit. And I'm talking quiet just in case she can hear me. There were there were times when she wasn't she wasn't disrespectful. She didn't get into fights, anything like that. But she would make really negative comments to me and to people that were with us. And so for a while I she didn't go in. She didn't come out. Um, I would go by myself and it was painful, but it had to happen. It was I'm really I'm while I'm talking like two shows I did by myself. Um well then the five years we spent apart, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> oh, long distance relationships are tough. That's all I'll say about that. So I guess the, the whole point of this podcast, though, and just kind of to wrap it up, I know I said to take it short, but I'm already approaching 10 minutes. So pff, there went that. Uh, God, he did it again. He did it again. So the whole point of this podcast is just, you know, you, you got to be respectful of the venue that's given you a place to perform. And the people that are with you, they need to have that same respect, not just for the establishment, but also for you as their friend, as their family member, or as their spouse or significant other. Respect comes in many forms, and a lot of times you got to give it to get it. And I know that sounds harsh because you think that everyone should respect you, but I got news for you. If these, these venues can be tough, and if they feel disrespected, they will rip your show apart to the point of they won't, they won't book. I mean, not rip you apart, but they just won't book you again. And that can be damaging, especially if you had a blast and you put on a great show. But that one disrespectful thing that happens can wreck it. So when it does happen, and when I say when, because it, it most likely will happen, you'll have some time when either you or someone else is completely disrespectful. This goes for you too, you know. You don't, don't bring in your own drinks. Don't get into fights. Walk the other way. All that good stuff. Don't get involved in bar business. Don't get involved with other performers' business. Don't get involved in anyone else's business when you're there working. Performing is working, by the way. If something does happen, especially if it involves someone that's with you or if you yourself overstep a line or, or maybe display some rudeness, own it and apologize. This can be really difficult when you're not the person that did it, but it needs to happen. This venue needs to, un needs to know that, listen, I, I'm a responsible person. They need to know that you're a responsible person. That's it. And you don't have to tell them you're responsible. They'll get that when you tell them, listen. And th this is how it will sound. This is how it sounds. <clears throat> Listen, I am really sorry about what happened. I don't know what came over me. I was completely disrespectful, and I just wanted you to know it will never happen again. Now, if it's someone that's with you, same thing. Listen, I am so very sorry for what happened. I talked to them. They're completely regretful. It won't happen again. Uh, you know, I can't thank you enough for the opportunities, but, you know, just 
I'm sorry. And that's it. Like, you can stumble through it. It's okay. That mean I stumble through it because, truthfully, I, that's how it happens. You're going to stumble through your apology. You should stumble through your apology because then it's real. You don't know what happened. You don't know why it happened. And you, But you know that you're going to take precautions to make sure it doesn't happen again. And that's that's the factual thing. Now, don't just go apologizing just so you can get away with it and perform again. Because you're just going to be like, hey, look, man, sorry, I didn't pay my bar tab. And I'm sorry my girl got in that fight. Uh, it won't happen again, bro. We good? Yeah. And then the next time the same thing happens. You overspend your bar tab, your girl gets in a fight. Or your guy gets in a fight. Whatever. You, the, the, the step here is you have to make steps to make sure it doesn't happen again. If you did something wrong, you got to recognize it and you got to fix it. If someone you're with did something wrong, they got to recognize it. You got to fix it or don't bring them again, period. So I know I said I'd go short, but here I go. Talk and talk, 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 talk. Yep. That's the life of a podcast, by the way. You just get to talking and go, 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 go. So I'm going to go celebrate my birthday with my family. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and dealing with me again. Uh, if you want to hop on the calendar, it's beingonstage.com slash calendar. Look forward to chatting with you, working through what you got to work through to break through those barriers. Let's do it. Keep on shining.